What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast. And tonight, we have a special guest in the building. He's a DJ, he's a producer, and he's also a CEO. You know who we have in the building today? We have Delano from Renaissance Disco in the building tonight. What's going on, my brother? Well, I am here. I'm good. I'm good. Trying to keep safe here and here in Jamaica in my living yeah. room. Can't go anywhere else. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. I know. And how's the vibe in Jamaica right now exactly where you are? Well, I mean, it's quiet. Yeah. <laughs> There's no yeah. vibes. <laughs> yeah. um, everybody's home. Um, I mean, we have, we're under curfew. Okay. So um, it's a holiday weekend right now. So um, at from 9 o'clock to 5 a.m. Is, is 9 p.m. to 5 p.m. A.M. is is curfew. It's curfew. But a good Friday, three p.m. is curfew until five p.m. What? The <laughs> one, all the be all the beaches closed, all the river yeah. closed. Nobody not supposed to go nowhere. So yeah. the road is empty at three p.m. on a I mean, Friday. Good Friday, right? Okay. In Jamaica. In Jamaica. This is this is historical. Have you ever seen Jamaica like this ever in the holiday season? Never. Never. Yeah never um this is something that is 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 something to talk about for yeah. for, for a long time mm -hmm. you know my kids and you know those youngsters i mean it's a reality check as well yeah. so it's going to be a lot of change is going to be happening so let's see what happens after yeah. us, you know that makes sense you know and what's there what are they saying is happening in jamaica right now are the are the cases going up? They're coming down. They're staying the same. Exactly what are they saying is going um, on? It's it's not going up as fast as it's coming down. So it's like it's not. But there's still not a lot of people tested. Got you. Yeah. So we can't really say. But to me, I think I think they're actually doing it the right way. You okay. know, um, I just feel that Jamaica have a lot of resources and I think we need to use them up now, especially like how it's locked down. Mm -hmm. um, give a lot of these um, doctors and these medical professionals that we have here in Jamaica a chance yeah. to um, do their job. You know? Yeah, so. that makes sense. So I guess right now you guys are flattening the curve. And when were you guys supposed to be out of um, out of curfew? I don't know, you know. I mean, it was supposed to be off this weekend, but he just extended it. So I don't know yeah. when it yeah. reached to when it's supposed to end. Mm -hmm. That's when they will decide if it will be extended. <laughs> 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 and that's a tricky one there because when is it supposed to end? That's the million dollar question, right? That's now. the million dollar question for real. Yeah. For real. For real. Yeah. And how long, how long do you think it's actually going to go on for before you could actually start moving around, flying, and all that stuff there? From your perspective you know i i mean i've been saying this to a couple of people but they're they don't want it to happen but okay. to me i feel that even if our borders are when the borders open or mm -hmm. when everybody's back to some sort of normalcy right mm -hmm. i feel it's still going to have restriction on large gathering for a while yeah i think that i don't know why i'm saying this because because like China, China open back everything and then it start. Yeah, you know it start back again because mm -hmm. people coming in, it's it's people coming from all over the world. You know, look at that. Canada just canceled their carnival in August. Listen to me, that is the craziest <laughs> thing ever. I've from the day I've known Caravan and Carnival, I've never, ever, ever, ever 
heard of it getting canceled. There was threats and in, yeah. uh, internal fighting and stuff like Yes, but as in canceled? No way. Mm -hmm. This is monumental. This is, this is crazy. So that's the thing. And I look at it as a domino effect. Um, if Miami canceled, mm -hmm. because Jamaica Carnival um supposed to be in October. Yeah. But if Miami canceled yeah. their carnival, which they're thinking of doing, or they're thinking about it already. Because yeah, that's they're thinking about it already, yeah. Because so, they're October. Yeah, they're October to the first or the second week of October, I think. Mm -hmm. But if they cancel, what Jamaica will do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this is wild. everything is just up in the air right now. I mean, yeah. this carnival was supposed to be huge, even for my team, mm -hmm. for me and my team. Mm -hmm. um, this year, I mean, I've been on it for every year, but when this thing hit, the fan is like, okay. Yeah. It's serious. It's serious, yeah. you know? Yeah. And what kind of impact is this having on you personally and professionally? Um, personally, I don't know if personally to me is like I getting a chance to, to relax, to slow down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to reflect and to think what's next for the future. Mm -hmm. Just calm down for a bit. I think all of us, you know, moving too fast. Um, at the same time, professionally, of course, it's, it's, it's a wake up call because we do travel all over the world, mm -hmm. you know. I travel all over the world. Um, yeah. That's how I make my money, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So now the income is not there right now. Uh-huh, uh -huh. <laughs> right? So and that, that's not just for me. A lot of DJs, almost every DJ. I've seen some multi-million dollar DJs online saying, yo, yeah. I've never seen this before. They didn't know that they wouldn't have a job. Yeah. You know Crazy. what I'm saying? Crazy. So that part of it is real. Mm -hmm. um, at the same time, I'm not just a DJ. Mm -hmm. um, I am a producer. Mm -hmm. um, I own my publishing. Yes. I'm also big, a big. consultant. Okay. I do training, I, I, I train, which we can talk about in, in this. I mm -hmm. train DJs for the, the Ministry of Tourism. Okay. All the DJs that are, 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 are entertaining tourists. I just finished my um my last training course yeah the week of the closure <laughs> of, yeah, the, of this pandemic yeah so i i still i'm still i mean i'm not making a bag of money but i still have some sort of income mm -hmm. but as other djs with us depend on djing or whatever they are the ones i know supposed to be feeling it right now yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not that I'm not feeling it. Yes, I'm feeling it. Of course, it. we all are. We are all feeling it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it, it's, it does put me in perspective. It let me think, you know, like, yo, you always have to have something else to fall back on. Yeah. And I guess that's where publishing <laughs> and those type of stuff, they really kind of saved you in the long run. Be because I said it's probably a dollar here, a dollar here, but that adds up a post office. And you're publishing, of course, you're publishing, your production, your DJ, and everything. And it seems like everything just imploded at the exact same time, except yes. for the publishing because you're still streaming, playing, all those playing, type of stuff. Right. That saves you. But anything physical that you got to get up and do, all of that seemed to implode at the exact same time. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And especially when you figure that you're diversifying your 
streams of income, what you do and make yourself more marketable. But then it's like, okay, I thought I protected myself from all of this just to meet the exact same situation that you thought you were running away from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's serious. I have never, ever, ever seen anything like this. Today, we're in Toronto, and I had to call all my family on Zoom. We're 10, 15 minutes away from each other. To see, now I have to look at my family on a computer screen. screen. This is crazy. And, yeah. and I mean, I just I just traveled I, I went, um, in September, October, was just in Japan. Okay. And I was... I was wearing my mask. Yeah. <laughs> I, everywhere I was going, I was wearing my mask. Not because oh, you of work. Yeah. Yeah, I work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah. I, I, it's not because of COVID nineteen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is is mm. because of seeing everybody wearing their mask. Must be a reason why they're wearing. Yeah. Masks. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know, especially on the planes, I used to get sick on long travel. Okay. You no, know? right? Because I think the air keeps circulating in the um in, in the airplane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and look at that now, and I'm just saying that now it's normal. It's going to be normal now to wear a mask. While it's normal to wear a mask in Japan, yeah. while when you wear a mask in Jamaica, you're like, "What the hell are you doing?" They're <laughs> like, "Come on, cause you They think yeah. that you, you know, you're disrespecting them. Yeah. While now it's going to be mandatory now, or yeah, you know what. Hey. It's crazy because even today I left the house where to do some shopping and stuff before everything closed down. And it's like when you went outside, everybody looked like mechanics and they worked in the health field. Yeah. It's like it's so weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? What kind of um opportunities do you think is gonna come out of this? And what kind of long lasting effects do you think this is gonna have on people's psychology? I I don't know. I, I mean sometimes because this 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 happened before, you know. Okay. In maybe this eighteenth century, wherever yeah. it happened, mm -hmm. and they were wearing masks, they were doing all kind of things, mm -hmm. and it changed back to to this to to right. where everybody didn't care. So I'm saying, is that people going to go back and forget? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's hard to really predict if it's going to change everybody forever. Mm -hmm. Or it's going to change us for a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. You know. So I, mean? I don't, I don't know. It's hard to really predict that still. But yeah. Right now is we have to think about now. So mm -hmm. what does have to work with now? Try yeah, to we're, we're on survival so, mode right now. That's what we're on. Yeah, survival mode right now. You're right. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. And what kind of opportunities do you think is going to actually arise out of all of this here? Oh, um. Well. You see, there's a lot of online DJs now. <laughs> yeah. DJs even playing at parties online. Yeah, wow. Like playing for like an event, like, you know, um, somebody would have a, like a party. And then yeah. it's like, okay, DJ Delano is playing, everybody log on to DJ Delano's thing and they party. So that's yeah. something new. Yeah. I mean, we've been playing online for a while, but I mean, it's no noticeable or it's more taking a, a more... Yeah. You know, like people are really looking at it. Mm -hmm. Also, there's a lot of online things happening now. Even with my DJ program, now the ministry wants me to move shift it mostly online. Okay. So I, that's what I'm preparing right now. Um, so 
there's a lot of opportunities. You just have to seek it. Mm-hmm. You have to, that's what I'm saying. It's it's more no. You have to you have time now to sit back now and think and plan mm-hmm. for the future and figure and figure it out quickly. And figure because... it out quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's still hard because you still have to think about bills. You still have to yeah. think about how you're going to eat. You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying how you're going to feed your family. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to prepare yourself. As so when the gates open, yeah. we're running through that gate. One time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're, you're right. And especially being in Jamaica, I know Jamaica. Two big things in Jamaica is dances and tourism. Mm-hmm. And both of them got hit one time. Oh, gosh, man. The hotels are, all the hotels closed. That's, That's crazy. That doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make sense, boss. That seems like almost like a hurricane came through, but this is no, this is no natural hurricane. This is almost like an economical hurricane came yeah. through, and it's blowing down a lot of stuff. And a lot of people, a lot of businesses, are not going to make it to the next side. How do you yeah. think Jamaica is going to hold up without having the influx of tourism and events at the exact same time? It's it's a big hit on Jamaica because Jamaica's um, the government is trying to put in a lot of um grants a lot of stimulus package okay um to try and help it but i don't know how much money jamaica have but we know said money is there but of course we're going to take a big blow so whatever they're going to invest Mm -hmm. i know i think jamaica actually moving in the right direction okay it's just that certain things is just real it does certain things that just can't prevent people gonna lose their job jobs Mm -hmm. you know yeah this is going to be closed. Mm-hmm. It's just, as I said to you before, you just have to brush off and, and get up back and mm-hmm. try again. I mean, yeah. it's a lot of, it, it's, it's a big, it, it's huge because I said to you before, I just, I was just down, I was in Nigeria, I was at Beaches Hotel. Yeah. Then I moved to Hedonism. Okay. I moved to Azul. Yeah. And then I did um, Royalton Nigeria. Yes. All those hotels were, yeah, they, they were full. Because I hardly could get, I had to beg for a room to stay. Yeah. I couldn't even get a room at Royalton. It was full. Yeah. Okay. And then a week after that, everything closed. So. Wow. <laughs> so, so I mean, because, you know, that is, gosh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Mind bottling right now. Yeah. No, 100%. All right. So then, you know what? That's enough doom and gloom. Let's get into the history of Delano and Renaissance Disco, all right? Mm-hmm. How long has our Renaissance Disco been around, and when did you form it, and who were some of the original founding members of Renaissance? Okay. Um, <clears throat> maybe I should start from scratch. Okay. Um, well, in terms of me, I born into music. My father used to build sound and own sound system. Okay. He used to sound in Plus X aggregation and him did have a electronic company named Thomas Electronics. Thomas. Okay. He used to build amplifiers. So I born into it. Mm-hmm. I used to go to prep school mm-hmm. and carry the biggest room, my room system into the classroom. <laughs> and the, the principal have to act with the character outside because everybody's in my mm-hmm. classroom. You know that when you're the yeah. house party. Yeah. <clears throat> so standing from that, living in Vineyard Town. Yeah. Going to Excelsior High School. I used to play on a sound named Skull Bracers too. In okay. school. 
yeah. going to high school, the feds, me used to jump up on, because I used to love hookup boxes. I used to love hookup equipment. So I used to love to do all of that. Because your I blood. used to do electronics with my father. Got you. And I used to watch him build amplifiers, watch him build TV um, transmitters. Okay. He was a, he was a genius. He, yeah. he was the man who you'd go to if you can't fix something or yeah. he would design something for something Got you. to solve your problem. Mm-hmm. So I end up starting Explosex as a junior son to his sister. Got you. And then um, I was just playing in the area, playing at um, you know office parties. I'm playing in my um, vineyard town. Then I start doing, um, then I end up joining a song named Les Jou. Okay. Which was an uptown song. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually the owner was going away. Um, that's when I met Mixmaster Marvin. Um, and then I end up running the Les Jou. <laughs> <laughs> I end up running it, I end up carrying it out, I end up hooking it up, I end up fixing the speakers because that was me. I was like a a, a, a little gadget guy that yeah. you know fixed stuff. So when Leju was actually on the dawn because mm-hmm. everybody else was doing their own thing, it's come like I running somebody's sound. Yeah. But Virgin came to me, Devon Sims, he's a man you know, and said, Yo, we could have start one song. Mm-hmm. I said, all right. And um, we went, because I was gaining popularity in different high schools because of leisure, mm-hmm. um, we sent out a message to all the girls' school and said, anybody who came up okay. with the name, the song name, I will okay. play for their Sweet 16 free. Okay. All free and everything. Yeah. And the Immaculate Girls came up with the name Renaissance. Wow. Right. And then, yeah. and then we started from there. I joined Mixmaster Marvin from Leju. I mm-hmm. joined a guy named Ian. Um, Ronald McLean was with me too um, mm-hmm. because he used to go Excel. So. Yeah. And then I started joining all kinds of different people, you know, Mikey E, who's in Canada. Okay. Um, you know, then Dr. Dre. Yes. How I met Dr. Dre um, is that I was playing at an event mm-hmm. in Ocherius. And Peter flips on water, fire on the waterfront, and I was playing, but I never used to talk. I was okay. Playing. Yeah. And Dr. Jerry come on and say, Yo, let me run the mic for you. I said, All right. Yeah. And so we actually meet him. Okay. And, 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 and I should say, I met him before, but this is the way we actually, you know. And I said, Yo, when I reached town, lick me. Yeah. And then, so Dr. Jerry became part of Renaissance, and then he brought in Master Lee. Jazzy T. Okay. Um, right. Because Dr. Dre was a Mona crew, Slick mm-hmm. Chris, Groomy D. Uh-huh. Uh, there's so much <laughs> of them. Um, but we start from this little group now, mm-hmm. you know, as Renaissance. And um, we start playing at the UA Fets. We start playing at the UTEC Fets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then now we start doing remixes now. Yes, um, yes, remixes now in terms of I did the pepper seed jam and okay. the Arabian jam, yes, and those were actually on 45s. No, they were on LP, yeah. Um, it was Dave Kelly. So when Renaissance building up with all these people coming, so Renaissance really started in 1989. 89 was when yeah. everything started to form, yeah. Like I actually formed like this guy, some Devon said, Come and start it, so yeah, moving along. Doing a remix, start getting popular, bringing Dr. Dre, bringing in Jazzy T. Yeah. Uh, then I start, I start creating, start doing remixes. 
then now they realized that um you know there was a song called legend back in the days that that um was used to play with stole of at a party named russ yes and, yes, and, and yes. they then the next Russ they called me as renaissance so i yeah. ended up making a lot of remix that mm-hmm. time yeah that time remix nobody was really doing remixes mm-mm, mm-mm. right but i couldn't afford dub plates yeah <laughs> okay. and, and we, had, we had sound to but my song wasn't big enough so i went and borrow boxes from different people <laughs> <laughs> and amplifiers <laughs> see and set up yeah. a side stone of right okay. on waterloo road yeah and trust me mm-hmm. whoever was playing stone of that night got upset yeah wow got upset and yeah. um tell you something that was a night where we we, we made our name because some big man who follows stole up star come around us now and say yeah. police come police mm-hmm. come right mm-hmm. and to lock it off and then somebody come on the song forget his name and mm-hmm. start singing the national anthem after we're done you know run run mash up the place yeah and the whole place starts singing national anthem <laughs> and yeah. then somebody on stole up they got jealous and, and said, yo, you know what? I'm going to pay the money. Let's yeah. take what I want. Mash up the place and back a start flip. What? <laughs> wow. Duck and yeah. That time, you know, I can't forget that, Russ. Yeah. So yeah. that's where we made our name. Mm-hmm. So from that, now everybody wanted to have Renaissance and Stone Up together. Yes. And this was, what year would you say this was? This is like about 92, 93, them, t- them, them time there. Okay. Um, yeah, so 1994, doing the hip hop remixes, the um, the whole of Pepper Sea Jam, Arabian Jam, but I was more playing remixes for myself. Got you. Start, start fusion the hip hop and the dance hall because I remember walking into like a Stone Love dance or a dance that when Stone Love was playing at, and I mm-hmm. could just walk with one little 45 create, yeah. one little LP created hip hop. Mm-hmm. And some dub plates, and okay. I can, and I know that no other song will play the hip hop. Got you. Okay, because it wasn't a thing; it was really separated at that time. Hip hop over here, dance hall over, here, over there, here, right, right here. So, so we actually fused. Yeah. That multiple. I wouldn't even say hip hop. All kind of genres of music Got into you. the dance hall. You're right because where I really started to hear about Renaissance was like the '95, '96, and that's when. I remember you guys were playing with Stone Love. It seems like a couple times a week, right throughout the entire yeah. island. Well, Stone Love and Renaissance was the combo then. Well, the 93, 94, build up to 95. Mm-hmm. The 95, I end up end up um, having my eye damage. Got you. I got, in I got 95. Again. Yes, it happened in 95. Yeah. When it happened in 95, it was a burglary. Got stabbed mm-hmm. in the eye. Almost lost my life. Yeah. Um, I was in the hospital and I was supposed to play at UA Fet. Yes, big, big, big. And, and UA, UA, UA Hospital is right there. So I was yeah. at the hospital bed listening to Dr. Mm. Dre and Jazzy T them play yeah. at UA Taylor. <laughs> and I went wow. on. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, so, um, and it was masterly at the time, too. So yes. what happened, I, I flew away. I went away to, um, to Miami to do some to do some um they call it surgery yeah try you know save the eye didn't mm-hmm. really come up um didn't really happen so mm-hmm. um 
I couldn't travel, so I was there up until this happened in right after Easter, like about April. Okay, like around these times here. Yeah, about them time I had a friend. And then I, I think I did return back to Jamaica maybe in September. Yeah, that that's a good almost six months yeah. there. You know what I mean? September. Mm-hmm. And then a guy, a promoter from um some guys just keep a party and make it. Yes, I remember that too. Um, um actually say yo, I could do Delana's revenge. Let's do a party and call Delana's yes, revenge. Yes, yes. Like, what? Delana's yeah. revenge. What am I revenge? What, what am I revenge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they came up with the idea and um mm-hmm. Party sell off. Yeah. We, we keep it for a couple of years straight. Delana's mm-hmm. Avenge. Um, only for artists pass through. That's the first time Mataran and Beaneman clash is my party. That okay. I used to, I used to tour Beaneman as his DJ back in the days. Okay. And I so come Bean and say, Yo, I don't want you to come DJ, I want you to come play some music. Yeah. So cut some dub. We help you play the music. Mm-hmm. Mataran, you don't know it, go, you're Mataran, all is up. Argue, yeah. clash. Yeah. Okay, so clash there. Wow, so that's big. That revenge is big still. I think it's on um, YouTube still. Yeah, that's. I remember those dances. I remember the dances were like Delano's Revenge, Ross, Great Adventure, Fully Loaded, Overloaded, Stainless. There was a bunch of these dances. Just the names alone got you interested into wanting to know what these dances were about at that time there. And this was, again, the 95, 6, 7, 8, 9, yeah. 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, man. You had um, fully loaded, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said fully loaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is how Renaissance actually start dominate the whole party scene in terms of doing remix. Because it's 95, it's 95, but they do the, um, the Nitro Mixer. Now, okay, and we're talking about, if anybody's not familiar with the Nitro <laughs> Mix, we're talking about the Bounty on the Fed Up. The bounty on the fed up mixed with, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, man. How, ch- ch- how did ch- that come? Ch- yeah, uh, how, how did that come about? Because that was epic, right there. I remember to this day, I still hear that play to yeah. this day. Right. Well, I mean, it, it was a time when we were just all of us just in the room trying to 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 come up with wholly different ideas. Yeah, um, remixing and dub plate and all kind of things, mm-hmm. and um. I would just, as I said, I always say this to people and I'm find it funny. Yeah. I was in the bathroom, he was in the bathroom, yeah. and <laughs> came up with the idea. <laughs> right. Run out to, to, to the bathroom and say, yo, Baba, idea. Yeah. It must work. It must work. <laughs> yeah. And do, yeah, do, yeah. And where did, where did you actually, where, oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Where did you actually make it? In, and at that time, what year was it where you made the Nitro Mix? 95. Okay, so then 95. remember. The yeah, equipment 90. in 95 is totally different than what we have right now, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so how did you actually create that remix back then? Well, I used to do remix on a thing called a four-track, mm-hmm. cassette to four-track. Yep. Or four-track to cassette, I should say. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So the cassette, you know, cassette is whoever knows what a cassette Yeah, we'd have to show them what a cassette, yeah. what a cassette looked like. Um, so you have A side and B side. Mm-hmm. So when you put the cassette in a four track, it actually used the both sides and get four tracks. So it's yeah. like four left, 
two left and two right. Mm-hmm. Right, so, right. Right. So we used to set up my sound system. Um, brain used to set up inside of the, one of the bedrooms in terms of the mixing board and reverb mm-hmm. and echo and blah, 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 blah. And we're, and we're channeling that into the four track. So mm-hmm. I use a turntable and a sampler and I slay down my tracks. Yeah. And then balance it and mix it. Yeah. And then Bobby heard it. Bobby is from Fat Eyes, who yeah. um, actually mixed that rhythm or it was on his label or something like that. Mm-hmm. He said, You're more release it. And I said, All right, because I, I was just only playing it for my for our use for Renaissance. Okay. So it wasn't commissioned, it wasn't commissioned as a 45 at first. It, this was something you're playing personal. Yeah. The producer heard it, he yeah. liked it, and then you guys put it out to the world. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. Especially so, where you said it's coming off of a cassette. So you went from a cassette in your bedroom to a record that went worldwide to this day. Yeah. Like, wow. Yep. Yeah. Never expected. Yeah. We never yeah. know what I reached so far. Mm-hmm. And then what other remix did you put out after that? Where did, because clearly I know that one had to lead you to another remix. Yeah. We did, um, I didn't do... Um, a fed up mix on Bam Bam as well. And then um I was in New York one 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 day, was on tour and we did have some um we did have an actual downtime. Okay. And um Christy Barber and Maxine, two ladies from um Island Records. Okay. Hit me up and say, yo. If I can remix Dance on Queen for the movie. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I said, yeah. well, I'm in New York. And I mean, you, when I, I go in Jamaica next week, and you know, I can't do it when I go back home. And I'm saying, yeah. Mom, can't give me a studio up here to do it. Okay. Yeah. But the equipment, they say, all right, they will give me whatever I need. Said, cool. Mm-hmm. So I went into, uh, they gave me the studio. Yeah. Hit Factory, multi million dollar okay. studio. Hit Factory is where you actually recorded the Dance Hall Queen remix? Yeah, remix, yes. Wow, yeah. And they gave me an MPC 60. Mm-hmm. I think that was, yeah, MPC 60, drum machine. Yeah. And I don't know if you use it. <laughs> I sit down there, you know, I'm saying, yo, what is one? Mm-hmm. But um, they call all kind of people, try and help me. Yeah. Um, no one was available. So I said, all right, give me a turntable. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, and, uh, and a mixer. And mm-hmm. I just mix it live into their multi-track and sit down with the white boy and yeah. balance it and hide the faults and with yeah. the different mutes and stuff like that. And yeah, and the rest is history. The rest is history. Crazy, crazy. And that's the actual... The remix is in the movie or it came out on the soundtrack? It's, yeah, it's in the movie as well as on the album. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's crazy right there to know that you're doing those type of stuff. And what year was that that, that came out? Oh, gosh. Um, what's that? 96, 97? Yeah. Yeah, about that time. Yeah, 96, 97 time. Yeah, because, yeah, because Dance Hall Queen's been around for, yeah, over, well over 20 years right now. Yeah. 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 No, that's crazy there. All right. Let's get into some great moments. Give me three of your biggest moments of Renaissance's history where you could say, you know what? I remember these three specific moments. 
Um, Japan. Okay. I went to Japan about maybe 96. Mm -hmm. I think it was 96 um, or 97. And trust me, that was actually a, a crazy experience because the crowd knew all of my remixes and dubs. Okay. Yeah. And, and singing to it. So that that part of it was crazy. Yeah. It was me and Stone of tour. Okay. So you guys actually took the show on the road. Yeah. Well, not not fully on the road. That was that Japan was just me yeah. and Stone of. And wow. um, that was that was crazy. And the first time I went to Bermuda, yes, um, it was with Stolopto. <laughs> yeah, okay. And Weepo was there, and Weepo, I was getting ready, and Weepo said, "Hey, come in my room and say, hey, on the phone, we're going on the road. Yeah. Get ready, touch mm -hmm. the road." I said, "Yeah, all right, we're going to get ready." I'm saying, "Oh, oh, and don't forget to wear a patch." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't forget that. Yeah. When I, I put on a patch and say, "Listen, my man, tell us something, man. Mm -hmm. This is this is not no plaything, you know. People they want to see us, so wear a patch." Yeah. So the night of the dance, now the people came out in eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bermuda and and, yeah. and that have to be the same, maybe the same ninety six, ninety seven year. Yeah. And that was I can't forget. Yeah. Yeah. That I want to wear. Mm -hmm. Really, no, yeah. no. That that's yeah, big really, right here. Mm -hmm. Really. Um there's so much moments that <laughs> yeah. I remember doing carnival on the road for the first time mm -hmm. in Jamaica in the before, I think it's before ninety-five. Mm -hmm. I think it's about the, the, the ninety-two. And then I start okay. mixing dance with soca. It okay. wasn't allowed yeah. in our carnival. <laughs> yeah. And um I was mixing. I remember those days and I see they using CD, cassette, mm -hmm. or turntables. So I, I I was I was doing different mixes. The CD yeah. players I used to jump still, so we used to use cassettes. So the sound, truck, the sound the system had a cassette? I had to make sure I had to have cassettes. I'm mixing from cassette to cassette. What? <laughs> yeah. And then sometime when the stop now will play the turntable and it will move back to the cassette. Right. We're just juggling it. Or I would I use um some other machine I used to have that a roll-on machine what I would have the pre-mixes on. Yeah. So the whole you know all the other sound used to be amazed at what I was doing. Yeah. Um and then we were passing a a soccer camp that that called Sogi. That they were promoting dance also. So apparently crew did not like it. So when it stopped, when it was stopped there now, I end up playing dance all on the soca. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So they're going crazy over there on the road. Yeah. And one of the guys resting, he's not he's no longer around. Mm -hmm. Um fuzzy, rest in peace, come on and say, Lock off that no. Yeah. <laughs> Lock it off. Yeah, no, no. This is no. not a dance hall, this yeah. is soca. Yeah, <laughs> but wow. I always in my in my coming up with Renaissance, I'm mm -hmm. always the one. Renaissance, 
always the one to try and break that barrier. Yeah. In terms of uptown, when I used to play uptown, you have to be you used to have to be careful how you play dancer. Yeah. Or what okay. type of dancer? Or yeah. how much dancer? Yeah. And I knew I found a way to mix up mix them up that them they realize I'm here dancing. <laughs> yeah. So that's the way I used to play. I used mm-hmm. to blend it in a certain way. You know, and and choose and to know right now dance all is playing uptown like crazy. A lot of these DJs don't really realize. Mm-hmm. Yo, a lot of these DJs don't realize. So when you used to play at uh, some some places uptown or some people house, they mm-hmm. want put in at a washroom. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yeah, yeah. And I have to tell them, so listen, I need to see the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, the equipment and it's too much and you know what? It's yeah. me, man. We got you. Well, I wouldn't say we. Me go through, yeah. A whole because this is before Renaissance bus. Mm-hmm. There are certain parties, there are certain events that I know I change the dynamic of it, yeah. In terms of remixing the dance song with the music that them them love, mm-hmm. till them love dance song, till when eventually some of these kids go schooled, um, gone to school overseas, and they were. Them, them return. Yeah. Them rasta and smoke weed. <laughs> What's going on here? What's going on? And then I realized that when them go over there, them booking mm-hmm. up people who love Jamaica so much. Mm-hmm. When I'm sharing the, when I'm sharing a room with somebody and them open the door and I'm saying a big Bob Marley picture <laughs> that them never put up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they end up saying, realize, say, yo, I'm Jamaica, my love now, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of because I guess when you're in the island, it's hard to know. I understand what's going on outside of the island, especially mm-hmm. if you're in certain parts also too. And where was the thing here? Because I see Renaissance as a sound that blended the uptown and the downtown all in one till there was almost no real difference. You could party right. anywhere. You want to party uptown Mondays or you want to party downtown. It all became one. And I definitely think Renaissance was one of the sounds that blurred that line. When do you guys get your break into like the downtown scene with now? Okay, I know you guys are playing with Stone of Uptown. So then when did you guys take this downtown and how long did it well, actually take well, you guys to be accepted in that scene there? It's because of Stolo. Yeah. Because of Stolo. Before we started playing alongside Stolo, mm-hmm. I used to, to go to Stolo House I used to I used to go to um, Frontline Nuclear mm-hmm. Express. Yeah. I used to go to... Um, there's so much dances I used to go. Inner city. Yes. But I was known as the kid that... Love scratch and love yeah. <laughs> yeah. So once we walk into the dance, I'm saying, "Look who walking, Delana, come in, come give me a scratch." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's how my my name start building the dance hall. Yeah. Because every sound man was calling me to scratch like my crab loves. Yeah. That's what I used, <laughs> used to tease me. Yeah. Like my crab loves, so I used to scratch. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the main avenues mm-hmm. that brought me downtown into the dance hall and get got accepted um yeah. like in Tivoli Gardens and crazy you know, waterhouse and because sometimes they will come and say yo uh, renaissance patch i'm bringing you to the eye patch <laughs> something yeah. or you know and then you know, when Jazzy them started popular to and stuff mm-hmm. like that, Jazzy them created that 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 bond with, with the dancehall crew too. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of 
people, you know, Jazzy would, and them as brethren, Dr. Yeah. Dre and them as brethren, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Pepsi to was around with us as well. Mm -hmm. um, so those are the, the events because we were playing at so much of these fully loaded and, and, and naked and all those other events that people mm -hmm. wanted it in their area as well. Yeah. And and I think that, and then that, like we start travel too. Yeah. Travel okay. To all, tra travel to all. Them say, yo, we want Renaissance, I want Renaissance and Stone of our, you know. So we start playing at dances, mm -hmm. not just parties. We play at Howard Homecoming for like a couple years straight. Okay. Um, Stone of down the road, and we we are playing for our kind. So it's like two different type of crowd. Yeah. Um. Um. That is mainly. I mean, in terms of even breaking in, into the dance hall. I mean, mm -hmm. but Stone Love was one of the main songs that that helped us. For sure, I remember that. What I right now, if I could actually take you into a room I have back here, I have. Mm -hmm tons and tons and tons of cassettes and when you look i'm talking i probably like realistically no exaggeration about 60 stone love and renaissance dances about 60 of them yeah, is what i, I can, need i need some I of do. them because yeah, i don't I have them. none you don't have none no i have <laughs> i have a lot of them a lot you know and i mean a lot who were some of the djs you actually looked up to to actually get that scratching style to bring it to Jamaica to put it in dance hall reggae style. Who are you looking up to? Well, I, I, them times I'm a couldn't travel, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just all watching TV and cassettes. Mm -hmm. Jazzy Jeff, yeah, Master Flash, yeah, Kid Capri, Funk, Funk Master Flex. Mm -hmm. um, there's so much, and then then you start watching MTV and you start watching the you know, different battles. Um, so there are so many um, DJs overseas that yeah. really, really, yeah, that really put it, put it down. And did anybody actually teach you to scratch or you just seen it and no. you figured it out in your mind? In my mind, I actually, yeah, nobody. I was, I, I, I was at home Yeah. Um, because of my father, as I said, had an electronic store. Mm -hmm. So if I wanted a turntable, I had to go in there, find one, fix it, yeah. put it in my room, fix a mixer, put it in my room. Yeah. <laughs> and then cool. I, I end up, and I, I never buy anything, you know. Mm -hmm. So, because I never want to scratch on his turntables because I'm yeah. like, a broken needle. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. I don't want to scratch for him record. Don't scratch, be scratch, scratch. Mm -hmm. nope. Where this thing come from? <laughs> hey, why are you putting your finger on my record? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're damaging the record. You're damaging the record. They didn't yeah. make it. No. <laughs> make it for that. What are you doing? <laughs> I remember those days, you know, yeah. just put a needle on the record and just blend to it. Not, it not sinking, you know. It just nope. blend to it. <laughs> so when I start mixing, when I start yeah. mixing, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Because I'm, I'm doing this mixing thing mm -hmm. for a long time. Yeah. When his... His son was going out to play, and I and then mixing. I like guy, that time me I licked me with about nine or ten. Yeah. I like what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> but you me a little boy, you know them. I look at yeah. me and say, "Yo, sit down and watch big man play music." Say, yeah. All right, boss. Yeah. I don't want them now mix. Yeah. When them, the one day they hear me mix, like, "Yo, you a genius. Why you do that?" Ah, <laughs> uh -huh. you're no longer just. And that time me a little boy, I go prep school. Yeah. I'm gonna say, yo, 
I'm sorry, watch this, man. And I'm mixing without pitch. Yeah. Without pitch those times here, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Because no, I'm, I'm old and I know which record to go for, but the pitch yeah. is close. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. if you want to touch it, just touch your record or you hold it. You know, hold the record or hold the platform because belt drive them time to say for no for you know the touch you have to understand it takes a certain type of touch okay a little bit here or a little bit more over yeah, here it right. wasn't like the 1200s where it's just it's go you know what i mean yeah. you you do what you want with it wow some of your your products because you also produce music also right yeah i produce yeah what were some of your earlier productions and what are some of the productions you're actually working on nowadays okay so <clears throat> my first production mm-hmm. um it's Rebirth Rhythm. Yes, yes, and, um, yes. Yeah, the Rebirth Rhythm, mm-hmm. with Bad Mind with Assassin on it, mm-hmm. um, and Sizzler, mm-hmm. um, great. Then now, uh, then now, Thunderclap came out. That and, was your Rhythm Bus? Um, yeah, with, with, with um, Cartel. Yes, and Elephant Man and all of those stuff there. The Cartel Tech. Yes, yes. All right. All right, that was my rhythm because that was one of the cards. Rebirth had cartel on it too. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. That was when cartel was bust and mm-hmm. bust. Yeah. And then now Tech Body Girl mm-hmm. put him on the next level. Yes. All right. And that was your production? That's my production. Guy, get out of here, Dilly. Right. And then yeah. I did um steps rhythm. Yes. We be burning champagne. That's my biggest track up to date. Okay. In terms of Billboard, mm-hmm. um, amount of streaming, mm-hmm. um, and then you know you have the Kibbutz, Arwa, mm-hmm. and that 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 actual song didn't voice on that rhythm. It wasn't voiced on that originally. No. <laughs> yeah. He voiced two tunes for me on Thunderclap. Mm-hmm. The tune was on Thunderclap and the Arwa. Yeah. And I was trying to get Kevin to voice. I don't even know if you remember this. I was trying yeah. to get him to voice on steps with him. Mm-hmm. And was giving me a run around. Go all them house and sit down and chill and chat and smoke weed and sit mm-hmm. down and chat mm-hmm. and days and we get tired of it and say, yo, mm-hmm. can't do this tomorrow. Or, or, yeah. or I release the rhythm without Kevin. Yeah. And then my engineer factor. Which is, which is my um, partner as well in terms of building the rhythms and mixing mm-hmm. them. He said, yo, well, I came with town, we'll never use it. Said, yeah. Really? Well, hear it, I would say, say, yo, we can key it up. I say, yeah. All right. I'll just, I, I mixed it, um, approved the mix, and then he actually, actually keyed it and make sure it was locked right in properly. And that's yeah. why the rhythm, that's why the R came with town, start like that. Yeah. Burn them, burn them, burn them, burn them, burn Yes. They do. Yeah. Because remember, <laughs> yeah. what they got is turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, mm. turn up, right? Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and then it became the biggest song, on, one of the biggest songs on the rhythm. Crazy. When Smirnoff, no, Smirnoff said they wanted to sponsor the rhythm. Mm. Um, yeah. So they did the video. Mm-hmm. Call Kevin and say, "Yo, I'm gonna do a video." Kevin, when Kevin started the video, they would know the song. They started singing yeah. the song. <laughs> <laughs> because basically, we chat, we remix the song, we chat yeah. it up, yeah, and fit it on the rhythm. So that was that was something funny. All of us are there laughing because we say, "Yo, 
Yeah. Give it a name name one song. Yeah. <laughs> this is that's so crazy. And again, for a rhythm that's so big, 99.9% of the people have no clue what you have to go through behind yeah. the scenes to produce something this massive at this point. Massive, right? Yeah. Right. And then after that, icebreaker. Yes. With um busy, that was the first hit for busy, not going that down. Was, okay, so you did okay, so you didn't do step out, you did not going down. Not going on. Jazzy did step out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jazzy. That's his production. Person. Yeah. Still Renaissance, but that's his yeah. production. Yeah. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And him have a cartel on it too. Yeah. Um, yes. And so Icebreaker not going down with um, mm -hmm. um Elephant and it and Champ and a couple other people. Yeah. Um and I did a one job with him. Gentleman, it was number one in Germany. Okay. Right. Um, legal rhythm, call it. Um, I did a next rhythm called Quick Draw. Mm -hmm. It's only song that hit on that rhythm was um, Killer Swing by Ding Dong and yes. Tornado. Yes, That's how Ding Dong was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so those are the production I did. Mm -hmm. um, I did, I did um, a production like two years ago or three years ago. With okay. my son, mm -hmm. my team with Serrani. Yes, I know that song there. Right, we did that. That's with me and my son. Um, mm -hmm. So now we're just working on a couple of light night. Now I'm setting up the studio. This is my studio in my yeah. living room. Okay. I'm trying to set that up right now. Um, doing a couple of lives. I went to a couple of live on IG. Okay. Actually, this weekend I'm doing two live, for, one for charity. Yeah. Um, and one for the tourist board. Okay. Um, so it's good to know I can still sort of keep busy. Of course. In a creative way during mm -hmm. this time. For sure. <laughs> two two questions I want to ask you before I get you to this round called the rapid facts is Stinger, what was it that you had seen in Cartel so early to actually say, you know what? Let me start working with him from back then because <clears throat> those are some legendary vibes cartel music right there well it's the thing about it you know a lot mm -hmm. of people don't know that you're close to one killer mm -hmm. and um same thing with busy mm -hmm. we introduced busy and killer together okay so killer killer always grab people and in, in, in you know yeah in team you know mm -hmm. and you did see that cartel we have a vibe and mm -hmm. Carter, you should just come check us. Yeah. We're, we're friends. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Don Carlione's studio was up the road. So he would have go Don Carlione yeah. and then come check we and go check Kilo. And yeah. Kilo could have, would have checked Carter or our mm -hmm. studio or whatever, vice versa, whatever yeah. it is. So our studio was a little thing. So when we say, yo, we want to voice you on Rebirth, so yeah. yeah, I'm a voice. And when the voice that were like, Yo, this huge are bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when him do the tech, mm -hmm. that time is like, what the hell is this guy doing? You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> yeah, that, that was so out there. And at that if time you're there. in the studio, I remember mm -hmm. watching him voice in that track. Yeah. Until it we had somewhere else to go, and like the person was saying, yo, you have to leave. No, you have to. So, yo, I'm up two more. Bro. Pop, 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 pop. I'm just finishing. All right, just mix it and calm it done. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would listen to the song. I was mm -hmm. like, "Sound mad." Yeah, 
Slack. How can you do it? Because I'm going to tell you something. You know. mm-hmm. I almost get a big flack on that song. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the song was playing in all these buses in Jamaica. That yes. picking up yes. And I hear that these school kids was having sex. Because parents used to used to count on me yeah. to take care of their kids at their events. If when I was mm-hmm. when I when I used to keep events now, mm-hmm. parents would call our hotline and say, listen to me. Do you have good yeah. security? Um, is my kid gonna be safe? Okay. Um, yeah, where can I drop them off? Is there a drop-off point? They used to ask us questions. So when this car tells us something, come up, we start yeah. worrying like, yo, parents are going to go, you know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Crazy. I did not know. I had no clue that's what was going on out there. Yeah, man. But it yeah. end up, it, right, that was one of the songs. Right? That song, mm. because yeah. we end up editing it. Mm. So that song on, on a ramping shop is what helped the radar to, to, to stop. Um, playing edit songs. Yeah. At one point, Jamaica they stopped playing edit songs. That I do remember. Right. So it mm-hmm. was it, my song was in it as well on the list mm-hmm. because all with it, it's still slack. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they yeah. used to cuss about that. Yeah. So yeah, I did some damage. Yes, I apologize to the yeah. <laughs> Never knew that's and an I, exclusive. Never that's knew an exclusive that. Exclusive, and yeah. I appreciate the you know. Everybody else will love it. So, yeah. I mean, That's crazy. a couple of good productions yeah. in our past. I'm really proud of it. Mm-hmm. 2020 right now, what's what's next for Renaissance? Where do you really want to really take that sound and brand this Renaissance disco? Well, you see, that's the that's thing about what's going on now. I don't want mm-hmm. it, I don't want Renaissance to be like every other song. Okay. Or, that song play that way, why Renaissance not play this way. You yeah. Know what I'm saying so it's just that we just have to just keep our our original style of playing. Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean as I said to you before, we started the remixing craze. Um we started the fast mixing as well. Okay. When I when I used to do fast, when I used to mix fast, people used to cost me. That's how that's how you can do yeah. it. It was too it was too early for them. Yeah. They used to say, yo, you don't make the music play long enough. And ray, 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 and I used to get cussing. Mm-hmm. You're mashing up the business. The MC guy would used to complain, can't even get the talk because we're ready for mix already. Yeah. So what is happening now is not much different than what I used to do. Only thing mm-hmm. that's different now is technology. Right? Yes. And it's easier for everybody else to do. That's the only thing. So it's just to keep original and you know and have that have that space in the market where we can get a Renaissance juggling or a Renaissance part or a Renaissance style. That's you know? true. That's very true. Because although events canceling, I mean when they started in in, 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 in March, first you come March, yeah. dates in May start getting cancelled and moved to October. Yeah. So I, I don't know what's happening, but eventually when we start doing events, I know that people people waiting for some mm-hmm. entertainment. Yeah, one thousand percent sure. Want to get your thoughts on um the quarantine clash last weekend? 
when <laughs> your partner in crime, Mr. Jazzy T. What were your <laughs> thoughts? What were your thoughts on that there? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> it was a good clash. Yes. I mean, Jazzy get to play some tune we don't really get to play yeah. on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jazzy did pretty well. For sure. Um, the thing about it is that what I realize is a lot of our our, our fans, our supporters, mm-hmm. didn't even know about the clash. It was crazy. Or okay. they, they weren't watching the clash. Yeah. So when I sent a blast out asking everybody to vote, they said, vote for what? I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, Jazzy was leading the first part of the clash in terms of the votes. Yeah. Um, must be, I think, one by one percent. Mm-hmm. Okay. One percent. Jazzy was okay. leading by 30 percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was leading up to the last part. And then Bobby, but New York people mm-hmm. support them New York sound. Yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> uh, yeah. be is a good song. I mean, Massive B, I'm a friend, mm-hmm. Bobby Java, and them actually help build the culture in New York. Mm-hmm. So they are well respected. For sure. And um, I'm not going to say that we have more dubs than them. Yeah. But don't take liquor in a sound simple. <laughs> not, not at all. Listen, a lot of people don't realize that Jazzy played a custom in that class. It was either one or two customs that he played in that classroom. And a uh, lot of people I, did I, it. Why do you think it's custom, though? I mean, we didn't there play was, custom. I would swear he played one that said something about quarantine class. I would swear. Uh, I would maybe swear. One. Yeah. Okay. Maybe was one. the protege? A custom, or it was, or it was something you guys had from time. Uh, it was a plan. Yeah, and then it became a little edited, you know. Yeah, but um, it's a song that we were hoping to have for a while because we didn't have anything that represent our where where we come from. Yeah, you understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Because Renaissance playing all those eras, because I mean, respect. I mean, dancehall is what built us. Yep. Garrison is, what, you know, they, they support us. Mm-hmm. But Renaissance come from uptown. Yeah, we play a barbican, we play a knob, we play a Cherigan, we play a Jackson, we play all those places. Mm-hmm. So when a song can play something big up them era, like a song will say, "Yo, Waterhouse." Yeah. Some come from Tivoli Garden, Southside, very, very, very. We can't be playing something and said, yo, run at Waterhouse, very, blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's not authentic. It's not, it's not real authentic. deal. It's like mm-hmm. you're trying to be something, yeah, yeah. somebody else. So. Mm-hmm. That dubs it is something that we can cherish, cherish for a while. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, when that the clash was, a big was good, one. I mean, I think it was a good clash. For sure, I agree one thousand percent. And only thing actually, I, I, only thing I cost just about, I say, yo, yeah. you sit down and play music, dog. Yeah, can you yeah. sitting down and play music? Yeah. <laughs> say, yo, you name Doctor Room. I said, here you jump up and put it there. And they yeah. see like people want the energy. Yeah, I was telling him that, yo, mm-hmm. everything, you know, everything. I said, just mm-hmm. you know, it's a clash. Mm-hmm. You saw Bobby playing and him does a move and. Uh, that's All his son, his fight. son in the background was giving him some yeah, guns. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what so. I was saying to him. But mm-hmm. it wasn't listen. But I mean, 
it's still a lot of exposure. Even one thousand percent, one thousand percent agree. Yeah, and um, not just in the dance hall because that was done on a major laser platform. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of people reaching out to him right now mm-hmm. because of of that clash. So it 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 was well worth it. Yeah, because a song like Renaissance definitely could fit into that major lasery type of, type of crowd and please them and give them the energy that they're looking for. You know, yeah, what I mean? that's what that's what we want right now. Mm-hmm. Because we, it, it's not that we're going to change to fit there. We're already yeah. doing we've been doing it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. One thousand. <laughs> we actually mm-hmm. build that that style of that style of play. Yeah. Come before. You know, so yeah. For sure. Agreed. Okay. This round here is called a rapid facts. I ask you some quick questions. You're giving back some quick answers. All right. Oh, gosh. Yeah, can. <laughs> you can trust me. All right. Okay. Let's start it off. When it comes to chicken wings, do you prefer wing? Do you prefer drums or flats? Drums. All right. Good one. What's your favorite color? Red. Red. Okay. <laughs> All right. If you could sit down and have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would they be? Bob Marley, mm-hmm. uh, Teddy Riley. Okay. Um, what was, um, gosh, um, 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 Dead or alive. Biggest one. Good one. Good. You see, and that's an eclectic mix of everything all in one. Good yeah. one. All right. What's your favorite food? To be honest with you, <laughs> with some plain rice, with white rice. <laughs> you know that. You know that, boss. Okay. Next one here. What's your biggest fear? Biggest fear. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Good one. I like that. Okay. Are you a cooker or a cleaner? Both. Both. If you had to choose one, like oh man, one. Cook. Cook. All right. Fair enough. Next one here. What's the last book you read or listened to? Okay. Um, tell me what the last book I've read. What name again? <laughs> <laughs> um, dance floor. Um, part time the dance floor. I, I, I read in this DJ book. Okay. Yeah. I've heard I've heard of that book. I can't remember who played it, but I did hear. Yes. yes, I heard of that one there. Okay. What's your hobby? Well, mm, Watch TV. Is that a hobby? <laughs> it could be. It could be. All right. And then this brings me into my next question. What's your favorite TV show of all times? I, I, I'm locked into Law and Order. Yeah. Uh, yes. SBU. Yeah. Big, big show. I'm locked into even though I'm I watch all the same mm. um, series. Yeah. What I want. <laughs> okay. When it comes to basketball, who's your favorite basketball player of all times? Oh gosh, that's a Jordan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big, big. Okay, I'm not uh, a basketball yeah. fanatic. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but I remember, I remember Jordan. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair enough. I have about five more before we get you out of the rapid facts here. Okay. What's your favorite movie? Um, I don't really have a favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't answer that question. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, do you prefer water or juice? Water. Water, okay. Something sweet or salty? Salty. 
Okay. Favorite comedian of all times? Um, Eddie Murphy. Big one. Last one here. Your favorite rhythm <laughs> that you've ever produced and why? My favorite rhythm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say um, Tony Clark. Okay. And why? I built that in my room on a keyboard yeah. with the order going into my TV. What? <laughs> and I called Birch. Yeah. To ask him if it was on key. <laughs> and then he came and had some phrase. And yeah. that was it. <clears throat> on a keyboard in your room. A phantom. A, TV. a phantom. Um, yeah. Roland Phantom keyboard. Yeah. Wow, great. I had no idea, Delano. Before I get you out of here, you touched on something earlier. You were talking about the, um, you are doing um, DJ lessons for people that DJ for tours and stuff like that. Talk yeah. about that for a bit. Well, all right. Um, there's a DJ program mm-hmm. that uh, the ministry mm-hmm. actually sent out, um, you know, offers for people to bid. Okay. This program. Okay. I saw it happening for a while, and I was saying, "Yo, what's what's it that I'm going to teach?" Yeah. You're all the DJs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but someone called me and asked me to send him a bid because I said every every bid that they got, mm-hmm. they didn't like it. Yeah. So I was just sitting down, figuring how I'm going to do this proposal now, and mm-hmm. um. I had this. I have this friend. Her name is Kalani. Mm-hmm. She's a nurse educator. Okay. And, um, she overheard me talking to my business partner about it. I said she wants to help. Mm-hmm. So we actually put the the DJ p- proposal together with some of her uh, modules that she used for her nurse educator. Got job. you. And they loved it. Yeah. <laughs> And I was hired on spot. Okay. And then when the rest of the um, the, 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 the players mm-hmm. realized it was me, they were happy that yeah. I was a part of it because of my experience. Mm-hmm. So the, the whole thing about it is is more about soft skills, not really hard skills. Mm-hmm. Soft skills meaning more like interaction, emotional intelligence, um, you know, how to... Um, behaving in, in, in a business place that have its own culture. Mm-hmm. But how would you be authentic to your own culture? So that is part of the soft skills. So basically, the ministry choose the, the properties. Yeah. And then I have to go into the properties and, and sell the idea to right. them for the DJ program, which is free to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And then because some hotels might say, why would I want my DJ to be in a DJ program. Yeah. And the, the benefit from it is that you actually get a participation um, certificate okay. from me and the Minister of Tourism. Yeah. They know they're, they're, um, they're, they get accepted into a program called TPDCO. Mm-hmm. It's actually a, pro, uh, a program that certified hotel workers but DJs don't get certified. Got you. Got so you. So they go into that program now and they end up being Team Jamaica. So now they represent Jamaica. They are now ambassadors of Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So they end up with two certificates. Mm-hmm. So, Got you. So I go in there to more 
to, to sit down with these guys and 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 give and carry them through different modules mm-hmm. that were created. And um, in the last maybe three days, because mm-hmm. I have to do observation, then I do the training, and then I do a post observation. Got you. Give them a survey, pre-survey online, and a post-survey online. Mm-hmm. So the last, uh, this year is my third year. Third year already, okay. I did 45 DJs. Mm-hmm. And what? Yeah. 45 DJs. Mm-hmm. So last year, I think I did 39. The year before, I think I did 20. 20 so. But it's not just DJs. Okay. I do, actually, I do as well, like, um, entertainment managers, mm-hmm. um, entertainment, um, we call them playmakers, whatever it is, because yeah. they are the ones who influence in the DJs what to play. Yeah. And sometimes they're misleading the DJs. Yeah. Because when you obs- when you, when when I do an observation, they will actually um over do things. Mm-hmm. Tourists end up go to the side, watching them, the DJ yeah. getting carried <laughs> away with the mm-hmm. with, with the entertainment with the whatever they are, the players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when they're ready to change back to the tourists, the tourists them don't even want to go back on the dance floor. Got you. They're trying to pull them back on the dance floor. Yeah. So, so those are the things I have to find a way to get them to communicate properly and, and, and to understand what their job is, mm-hmm. what is their objectives. So yeah. that is mainly of the of, of, of the course, of, of the training course. Yeah. And then how like all this, the, the same way you can carry the horse in the water, you can't force up the horse to drink water. Mm-hmm. So, not because we are in Jamaica, you're going to play this dancehall and reggae. You have to find a way to mix their culture with our culture so you they can love our culture and like our culture. And mm-hmm. not everybody come to Jamaica to listen to our culture. Mm-hmm. They can go to Cayman, because I've been to Cayman, I've been to Trinidad, I've been to all these different islands, Bahamas, and they have reggae band, they have DJs, yeah. they have beaches, they have all sorts of things, and they are yeah. playing reggae music. Okay. So what is it that you're gonna do better as a DJ? Yeah. You have to find a way to 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 um blend the music and to to find a way to please all. Because let me tell you something. With this training program, I I've heard stories from DJs where somebody come and say, Hey, I wanna hear country whistle now. Yeah. Yeah. And they're playing something and they don't know how to blend the country and western, how to bring in the country and western. Mm-hmm. And that DJ don't play the country and western. And that person goes on trip advisory or whatever and writes bad. All the DJ sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because they didn't hear the country and western. Yeah. And then remember that is that that can hurt the industry, right? One thousand percent. So you have to find a way to re- to to to, to find a way to interact with the, the with the guests, yeah. be friendly with the guests at the same time, and 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 know that you're in a working place where you can't the guests are always right. For sure, they're the customer. They're the customer. This is not. This is mm-hmm. totally different than playing as a DJ on the road, which I always said to these guys that mm-hmm. your jobs your job harder than a DJ on the road because if I go in on the road and I'm going to play at a party and it's it's a cartel night. Mm-hmm. People know that them come into your cartel. You know what you're getting into. You get in, You know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. When them come, when the guests 
you go to Jamaica and book the hotel, then pay them money, then buy them, then pay them whatever it is. So them feel they must get what they want. They are consumer yeah. driven. Yeah. You understand? So mm-hmm. that's the problem now. So when a regular DJ go in there now and say, yo, me I play the biggest tune them on them now yeah. move. Because I had sometimes I had to demonstrate, you know. I I have been to a hotel where the DJ is playing and nobody's moving. And yeah. I go in there for an hour and move the crowd. Mm-hmm. It's just that I play a multiple, I walked around, look on the crowd where talk to a couple of people, and I said, that's what you have to do. Figure in the middle it out. of the you know, the day of the day you go to the, the front desk. Oh, some people came in from Russia, shit, let me find some somewhat. Let me find some of this, let me find some of that and try. You can try one song, it might not work, but I'm find a way to, you have to always have ways of, of, of switching, you know, to try and make things work because you're in a hotel. Yeah. You're not at a dance, you're not at a regular party. So that is what the training is more about. Yeah. And that makes sense because there's a lot more intricate details when you're actually playing music that mm-hmm. people realize. And you got the business part and you understand how it actually works and now you're trying to give them that insight right you understand right. no that that's big right there delano but you see, but you see because of this COVID thing now mm-hmm. they want to move everything online now and open it for every dj so now i am redoing the pro i'm reading okay i'm reading the program to find a way what is it that I'm going to teach all these DJs at the road? Yeah, now? yeah, yeah. Now that's toka. That's a different can of worms because you're dealing with Jamaica. Okay, I understand how this works here, but now when you're dealing with a worldwide thing, that's a totally different ball. Totally game. different thing. So now yeah. I'm doing research, and that's why I said reading the book Rock for Dance, Dance yeah. Floor. Mm-hmm. I'm reading different books and listening to different seminars mm-hmm. and trying to to gain some knowledge to figure out how I can put some modules together that makes sense. Yeah. That that's crazy because right they, there. Because the ministry now mm-hmm. they believe in me too much. That's the problem. <laughs> 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 they think that you tell them you got it, man. And I said yeah. my proposal and I said, okay, all right, we like this. But yeah. can we get this and can we get that? I said, yeah. give me a couple more days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and go back to it again because they they're not they're not they're not out here searching for anybody else anymore because mm-hmm. the way how I have approached the program in terms of mm-hmm. reports and mm-hmm. data and how I send in my, you know, reports, I yeah. should say. Mm-hmm. Nobody else never did that way. Yeah. Because I really get the help from mm-hmm. a different not from a DJ, yeah. from a nurse educator. So you so, understand how education is structured. So you take out some of that, adding your thing, and it's the same basic model, but it's just now geared towards music and DJs. Right, geared towards music and DJs. But yeah. what I'm using a general mm-hmm. program. So yeah. it's not not a DJ program. Yeah. They are calling it a DJ program, but mm-hmm. DJs on a whole have to think on a wide basis. You cannot think like a DJ. Yeah. You think like a DJ alone, then you're going to stay as a DJ. DJ. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So one thousand. We'll we'll to... Every time I go into a, a property, mm-hmm. the DJs always think. They yeah. always say, yo, I, I didn't even know I was doing this. You just made me realize I was doing this. Mm-hmm. But now I realize I'm doing this. <laughs> you know it's a technical. You brought the technical part. Of what's yeah. going instead of just mixing two music, mixing looking at BPM. Music. So, so yeah. I like, it's like I just, as you said, open a can of worms. Mm-hmm. Bust, 
when we had bus now, it's like, yeah. them start thinking different now. Yeah. And the reason why the ministry continue, because they are getting feedback from the managers and the, yeah. the directors from the hotel saying, hey, my DJ's doing well. Yeah, he's improved, <laughs> so clearly it works. And it's not that I go in there and I say, hey, you need to mix that way, you need to be, no. It's just, yeah. it's just sharing the knowledge with them. And, you know, other companies stealing mm -hmm. the DJs from the hotels and yeah. carrying them on ships. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they have a, no, they have a certificate. Mm -hmm. So they're certified. Not certified, mm -hmm. but a participation certificate. Got you. Got you. <laughs> you got you. The so ladder not certified, is but that's a yeah. total kick Different. Yeah. <laughs> the ladder. It's so crazy. Listen, your knowledge, you're in depth. And again, the behind the scenes stuff was so amazing. Listen, before I get you out here, leave some contacts where they can check out what you're doing. And keep up with you, you know what I mean? Because you're a busy man. Yeah, I'm just, just follow me on DJ Delano Music mm -hmm. on Instagram, mm -hmm. Renaissance Jam mm -hmm. on Instagram, mm -hmm. um, DJ Delano Renaissance on Facebook, mm -hmm. Delano Renaissance Thomas on Facebook, Delano mm -hmm. Thomas Renaissance. Yeah. Just look for Delano. Just, just anything you're searching for, just search for Delano Renaissance. It will come up. It will come up. R-E-N-A-I-S-S-A-N-C-E. -E, mm -hmm. Alana Renaissance. Got production, you. working on production. I mean, we have time now to sit back and work on production. So mm -hmm. hopefully by summer, yeah. we can have some, some tunes busting up the place. Yeah. And hopefully as soon as all of this is done, hopefully we'll see you back in Toronto. I know you usually come in August. Mid-August, yes, I think yeah, it is? Yes, For, for Hype yes, Matic. For Hype Matic. Carnival cancel yeah. now. Hope that we hope yeah. that we can can do the boat the, the boat ride. That boat yeah. ride. Sick. Yep. It's, it's mm -hmm. like what, second week or the third week of August. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It's too, I think it's twenty first seven to Canada. Yeah, it's twenty first camp to Canada. Too, you know. Okay. And damn cold, man. Canada cold. <laughs> you're, you're in nice, sunny Jamaica, so it's a totally different. And if you're not in Jamaica, I think you're in Miami. So you're in between yeah, Miami. Yeah, Miami so is yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you're in hot places. In Canada, it's yeah. a little cold, but the vibe is still great. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, hey, we're still yeah. here. We're still doing, yeah. we're still doing the work. And um, mm -hmm. we have to give thanks. Yes. For the you know, blessings and... You know, everybody really? does have to keep right. safe you, out there, you man. Understand. <laughs> you understand, boss. Yeah. It's not a it's not a joke no more. At first yeah. it seemed kind of okay, but now it's it's dead serious right now. Yeah, I mean you know I'm... can't happen to any one of us. Anything mm -hmm. can happen right now. So we'll have to just pray and hope for the best and mm -hmm. uh, keep safe and as I'm saying, keep washing your hands, mm -hmm. sanitize, mm -hmm. wear a mask. Mm -hmm. Even all even when all of this is done. Yeah. Still wash your hands. <laughs> yeah, of course, because we know what we went through just now. It's not it's not a joke out here, but it's not a joke. It's serious. I, I never know somebody hand or I consume yeah. so much <laughs> more than me, right? You know more than my mouth. You know. <laughs> I know my, my hand junk. <laughs> After the hand sanitizer, the alcohol that it's consuming, it's so crazy. As it's I said, crazy, man, but can't, I, can't wait to see you all here because definitely I can't wait for this to get over so we can get, get back, over, to, yeah. we'll have to, get back to regular life. 
Yeah, well, that's why I don't. That's why I don't mind the lockdown. I want to lockdown. Figure out what is happening because mm -hmm. I think they, they're still confused of you know of what is happening too. So yeah, for sure. Just have to just slow down everything and fix it. Yeah, reset so and go again. Yes, yeah. you understand, Billy. It's been amazing. Can't wait to contact with you again. So as I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another. Two Line Music Hut's Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinesmusichut.com.